Welcome to the Age in Reverse podcast, where we talk about how to boost energy, joy, and fun over 40, all through a faith-forward perspective. I'm Lisa Arundel, aka Lisa Lou Fitness, your dancing BFF. I'm a dancer, a lover of Jesus and coffee, a high-performance health coach, and an integrative health and fitness expert of over 31 years. After being diagnosed with autoimmune disease, congenital heart defects, degenerative disc disease, major knee issues, and more, all in my 20s, I finally decided decided to take back control of my health. Now in my 50s, I have more energy than I ever did in my 20s, and I'm here to show you how to experience the same thing. If you want to remain independent, build your faith, and enjoy more energy, joy, and fun in your life, you are in the right place. Let's challenge the status quo on aging and make Act 2 our best years yet. Hey sister, I want to invite you to join me for a global seven-day functional medicine detox that is starting on January the 8th. This is Dr. Cabral's global detox. There is so much support for this seven-day detox. If you are looking for a way to lose some of that waste. And why do I talk about waste? You've heard me say it before, but a waist circumference of just 35 inches can more than double your risk for cardiovascular disease. That is a very important marker of your overall health. So not only does this aid in weight loss, but it absolutely aids in waste loss, which I find to be incredibly important for our health. It is a liver detox. So because we take in so many toxins and chemicals every single day, a once a quarter seven day detox is so important. Now, the neat thing is you can do a seven day a 14-day or a 21-day, but I'm going to invite you to do at least a seven-day detox with me and Dr. Cabral and so many others in the world. A lot of my clients are going to do this again. We love this detox. We feel better coming out of it. We sleep better coming out of it. Your skin's going to look amazing. Your body is going to look and feel amazing. And it's so motivating to have something like this that propels you to keep going in your health journey. You're going to go grab it at lisalufitness.com forward slash detox. That's lisalufitness.com forward slash detox. This detox starts on January the 8th. All together, you're going to get all the details through Dr. Cabral after you purchase this detox to tell you what you need to do to jump in and to get some results and to start feeling like a million bucks in 2024. lisalufitness.com forward slash detox. Well, hello, sweet friend. I am fresh off of an amazing anniversary trip with my love. We went to Jefferson, Texas, which is only an hour away. And it's so funny because we both agreed this was probably one of our favorite anniversary trips. And it was, it's just this little tiny antique town. It's actually known as the Sasquatch capital of the world, I believe, which is so funny. Um, But it's just a tiny antique town with some boutiques. There's no movie theater. There's no, I mean, but there's museums and tours and it's really, really nice. We stayed in an amazing 
bed and breakfast called the Black Swan, and it's a traditional B&B where you're there with others. So there was another couple there who um, we really connected with. They were celebrating their 24th. It was just a great weekend. It was just a great weekend. So we celebrated 27 years of marriage, and I always have to preface by saying, but we've been together 32 and a half years. <laughs> I want credit for that five and a half years that I knew he was Mr. Right. It just took him a little while to know that uh, I was the one. So, all right, we're going to get into today's topic, which is all about two intermittent fasting mistakes that you may be making as a woman over 40. So, I just want to lead off by defining what is intermittent fasting because it really can be quite confusing. There's so much terminology out there and there's a lot of things that are just kind of thrown under the umbrella of intermittent fasting, but it may not be. So let's talk about it. So intermittent fasting is simply cycling between specific periods of eating and periods of not eating. And it can vary in length and takes place anytime within a 24 to 48 hour time frame. So this can also commonly include a 5-2 split, which is five days of feasting, followed by two days of fasting. And those fasting days can be either consecutive or non-consecutive. But there's some other popular intermittent fasting uh, terms that you may have heard before. So one is called OMAD or one meal a day. Another is a 24-hour fast, 20-hour fast, a 6-8 split fast and a 12-hour fast. So, you know, I talked a lot on here about no matter what, make sure you're at least doing a minimum of a 12-hour fast. That's stop eating at whatever time the night before and 12 hours later, you got, you know, don't eat until 12 hours later at a minimum, okay, at a minimum. So I'm not going to go into those depths right at this moment because I want to keep on with First of all, we just define intermittent fasting, but there's another kind of fasting that I want to introduce you to in case you haven't heard it. Once you hear me talk about it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I totally understand that, but maybe you've never heard it called time-restricted eating, or maybe you have. So time-restricted eating is actually a type of intermittent fasting, but it calls for eating within a limited number of hours during the daylight, which aligns with your circadian rhythm. In other words, you're basically eating during your active hours and you're fasting during your non-active hours. So your active hours would be your daytime hours and you're not active would be, you know, when you're sleeping or the times when you're really just kind of relaxing at night. So that would be fasting more aligned with your circadian rhythm, okay? So time-restricted eating is just a kind of intermittent fasting, all right? So let's just talk about benefits of intermittent fasting. So lots of benefits. I'm just going to go over a few here. It can restore your insulin sensitivity. It can restore leptin sensitivity. So it's important to understand when am I hungry and when am I full? And honestly, our bodies can tune out those signals when we don't have that leptin sensitivity. So it can restore that. It can help reduce inflammation in the body. This may be a benefit that you've heard a bit about in the past. Those who deal with arthritis, those who deal with any kind of inflammatory issue whatsoever, intermittent fasting helps to reduce inflammation in the body. It also stimulates something called autophagy. So autophagy is a process of cellular repair and renewal. Think of autophagy as the ultimate age reversal hack. When you are allowing your body 
to get rid of old dead cells and repair cells and renew cells, you are doing so much good for the healing from the cells on out. So it's really what, you know, what is considered uh, an age reversal hack stimulates stem cell production and helps to heal intestinal permeability. So those who have gut lining issues, intermittent fasting can be a really amazing tool. If that's something you deal with, or if you deal with irritable bowel syndrome, right, leaky gut, all of these things, when it comes to, uh, you know, the gut lining and gut issues, intermittent fasting can really be an aid. It improves insulin sensitivity. When, we're, when we are not insulin sensitive, then everything with our blood sugar can get completely out of whack. So it helps to improve our insulin sensitivity. It also increases BDNF, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Brain-derived neurotropic factor. So I can't even count on one finger the number of times that I've mentioned a skincare company on this podcast because to be quite frank, I've never found one that I was excited to bring to you. And over the past at least three years, I cannot even tell you how many companies have asked me to promote their product and I would get sent free product and I would just be disappointed all the while thinking, I want this to work. I want something amazing to tell people about and I just haven't found it until now. But listen to this, this company didn't come to me. I ran to them after I got a product from them several months ago. So it was early September. I heard about this company called One Skin from somebody that I highly admire. And they went into a little bit behind the science with this, which is that it has a peptide called OS1 that has been scientifically proven to reverse the biological age of your skin. I know that terminology is all too familiar with you here because we talk about reversing your biological age all the time because it is so doable to do for your body. Well, guess what? You can also do it for your skin so that it's acting like the youthful skin that it was back in your 20s and your 30s and maybe your early 40s. And now all of a sudden, maybe you don't even recognize your skin anymore. As we get older, it loses its elasticity. We get wrinkles. We get fine lines. This product did so much to add a plumpness to my skin that I went to a health summit. I told you about it this past October. The founders were there. They are women scientists that created this company. They had a booth. I ran up to them, raved about their OS1 moisturizer. Okay, so this is just the facial moisturizer. They have a body moisturizer and an eye cream and several things, but this was all I had tried. And I told them how much I love their product. They were amazing, beautiful women. And then I got to hear them present all about their findings and their research. And I was even more sold. So I'm really, really excited to tell you about this company. I want you to go try any of their products, but I can absolutely vouch because that's what I've tried so far for the facial moisturizer. Go to lisaloufitness.com forward slash one skin. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N, lisaloufitness.com forward slash one skin. And you're going to use the code lisalou15 for 15% off of your very 
first order. It will also be in the show notes, lisalufitness.com forward slash one skin. Be sure to use the code lisalu15 for your discount. So make sure you go listen to episode 55 where we talk about reducing the uh, the prevalence of Alzheimer's and dementia. We talk quite a bit in there about brain-derived neurotropic factors. So obviously intermittent fasting can help with this, but when you increase BDNF, it helps to keep your you sharp and helps to prevent mental decay. So episode 55 goes further into that, and I even give you some natural foods that you can implement into your days to help increase BDNF. Intermittent fasting also supports weight loss. That is one of the main reasons women tend to get driven towards intermittent fasting. So it's wonderful for that, but there are so many other benefits as well, which is why I wanted to explain these to you. Another one is a reduced risk for cancer. How about that? Intermittent fasting can actually help offset one of the top five causes of mortality actually all of them. It's been shown to help with all of them, but we know that cancer is one and it can help there. And it can also help to support mindful eating, right? So just not gobbling food down, but actually mindfully eating and even enjoying your food. So there are mistakes that women make when they go into intermittent fasting. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to talk about one of those, and I'm going to bring the other one to you next week so that this episode isn't too long because I really want you to wrap your brain around this topic and start implementing some of these things or change how you're maybe already implementing implementing intermittent fasting. So here's one mistake that I see women making, and that is fasting too long every day. So fasting too long daily is one of the biggest mistakes. And there's a few reasons for this. And let me, I want to, I just want to kind of harp on this for a minute. I'm not talking about one or two days of an extended fast. I'm talking about this is your lifestyle where maybe you're fasting 18, 20, 22 hours a day. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about extended. So I want you to listen to what I'm going to tell you next, you know, with that as, as the foundation of what I'm referring to. So fasting for too long can disrupt hormone balance. Women are not small men, which means that, you know, there's a lot of intermittent fasting research out there that is very specific to men and has been done on men, but that doesn't necessarily translate to us. So if you see a study on OMAD, one meal a day, go and look who was the study group. If there is beneficial research to it, there's a good chance it was mostly men. Women tend to not do good with one meal a day. It's too long to fast. Our hormones are completely set up different than men than men's hormones are. And so we just don't do as well with these really extensive fasts long term, okay? All right, second reason that um, that fasting for too long every single day is an issue is with disrupted hormones comes disrupted sleep. So longer fasts, again, more than, you know, 18, 20 hours every day can for many women cause sleep disturbances. So we've got melatonin and we have cortisol. Those are both hormones that our body produces and they are good in the right amounts 
at the right times. And we've talked on here before about how they cannot live in sync. Your cortisol is not going to be raring to go and your melatonin also raring to go. It's one or the other. And so if we are pushing our bodies with these really long extended fast day after day after day, what we're doing is increasing our cortisol level, which means our melatonin isn't kicking in at the right time or at all at night, and it can just disrupt our sleep. No Bueno. Okay. The next reason is downshifted metabolism. So when you aren't taking in enough energy or food, right? Calories or that's considered energy during extended periods long term, your metabolism can actually downshift, which causes lethargy and can make it harder to lose weight. So we don't want to be working against the system here, right? That's not the reason we came to intermittent fasting. We came because we want more energy. We came because maybe we want some weight loss. We came for all of those benefits that I just mentioned above and these extended crazy fasts. Now, I do have to stop and say, because inevitably somebody's going to be listening and say, I know so-and-so who eats one meal a day and they're the picture of health. They may be. Are we all bio-individual? Absolutely. But I am talking in generalities here when it comes to women's health in general. The majority of women don't do well with these incredibly long-term fasts. There's always going to be those anomalies out there, but that is likely not you. It's certainly not me. Okay. Lastly, the reason that this longer extended fasting period is not great is because it's really difficult to get in enough calories and protein when you're only eating for a few hours during the day, unless you're just gorging yourself. Number one, that doesn't feel good. Number two, that's terrible on your digestion. So hitting those protein goals, it's really, really important. And I like to tell women, you know, just a rule of thumb, it's going to vary, you know, depending on your activity level, depending on your size, but just a decent rule of thumb is 90 grams of protein a day. Again, that's very generalized, but if you just had to, you know, hold me to it and say, what is a good goal to hit? I like to see women hit around 90 grams a day because so it's so typical that they're hitting like 20 or 30 or 40. So if we want to hold on to our muscle mass, if we want to continue to be strong, if we want to continue to have energy, we need to be taking in enough, quote, energy, i.e. food and calories and protein specifically to ensure that we are creating and maintaining enough muscle mass. So that can be a real issue if you're just going way too many hours. So I'll tell you this, for me personally, I used to do a 16-8 split. That was my sweet spot until it wasn't. I got a little bit older and that 16-8 no longer worked. And here's why. When I So 16-8, in case you don't know, that means 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of um, eating. My problem with that is that I would eat, so at that, you know, 16-hour mark, then I would eat again like four hours later. Well, then when the next window opened up, I just wasn't very hungry. Like it was too small of a window for me. And I was not getting in enough of my protein. Like I was feeling like I was having to stuff myself. And that just felt terrible to me. And intuitively, I knew it was time to shift. What's so funny is it's only one hour difference right now for me. 15 hour fast is like my sweet spot. I stop eating or I eat my dinner at five. I don't eat again the next day until eight. It is where I feel the best. It's where I perform the best. 
and it's just my sweet spot now. So just understand, understanding your body is important because your windows may may shift just a little bit as you get older, and that's okay. All right. I'm actually going to stop there for today. Next week, I'm going to bring the second mistake women over 40 are making when it comes to intermittent fasting, and I'm going to give you some research behind what is the best way when it comes to studies, what is the best way to tap into all of those benefits that I just mentioned, the insulin sensitivity and leptin sensitivity and reduced inflammation and autophagy and stem cell production and on and on. What is the best way to go about it? We're going to talk about that next week, and I will give you that second mistake that I am just seeing over and over again throughout my years in this profession. I hope you found today's show so valuable and practical for you. What I love about this topic is it's something we have 100% control over. It's also 100% free. A fasting window is free, right? This is not something we have to go and, and pay anybody money for if we can just start to understand, okay, giving my body time to rest from digesting food is a good thing for me. But we're going to go into some more details next week so that you can maximize how it is that you do that that's going to bring you the most benefit, okay? Thank you so much for joining me today. Do me a huge favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and please leave me a review. I am having a ball reading these reviews. More and more of you are doing the honor for me. This helps me to rank with Apple so that my podcast reaches more people. And every time I read a new review, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a partner with me. Debbie's a partner with me. Story is a partner with me. Robin's a partner with me. Like I call you out by name and I see you and I see that you are partnering with me to help me reach more women with my message of faith and energy and challenging the status quo on energy, uh, uh, the, the status quo on aging. We want more energy. Challenging the status quo on aging. So thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I cannot wait to see you for our next episode, which will be our Faith Forward Friday episode. I will see you then. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time.